All right. So next, are we done with Africa? Yeah, I'm done. Do you, okay. Do you have any so next region or next part of the world that I want to talk about is um, Latin America. Yeah. So before we get into Latin America, since we're on this topic, I just want to say thank you for, I can't believe I haven't seen it before, but thank you for recommending Scarface. No, you're welcome. Of course. It's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> First, I got the money, I got the power, and then it was... Who the fuck do you think I am, man? Yeah, it was honestly, it was, uh, it was a great Say hello movie. to my little friend. If, if, you got, if you got, like, an evening that's free and you haven't seen it already, like, I suggest going for it. It, it teaches you a, a good amount of life lessons, you know, don't just, don't just chase the bag, you know, just, uh, just, you know, try to be a good person. You know, when money takes over your, your everything, it's like, man, if that's all you're, you're living for... You're gonna live like a crazy life, man. Stay out of the drug industry, please. Yeah, stay safe. It never ends well. So, oh man, so in Scarface, one of his, uh, I think his main supplier was from the country that I'm going to speak about first, and that country is Bolivia. Bolivia. Yeah. So, man, this this country is like super interesting, super cheap. It's it's in the Andes, right? Yeah. You, I know you got a lot to say about Bolivia. It's on my list too. Yeah, I mean. Do I have a lot to say? Yeah, I guess I have a good amount to say. So I just wanted to say like this random weird kind of fact that they're in Bolivia, in La Paz especially, traffic is, is hectic. You know what I'm saying? Like, why did I just say, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> nah, mean. Um, yeah, so traffic is pretty hectic. You know, it's it's a very stressful time for a lot of people. And in order to you know, lift people's spirits and brighten the mood. There are actually the people that um that direct traffic, mm-hmm. they dress up in costumes <laughs> as you wouldn't believe this, as zebras. What? People dress up in zebra costumes. Yeah, so if you go to Bolivia, if you go to La Paz, you might see people <laughs> dressed as zebras, you know, and they also like help kids cross the street at busy intersections. It's like it's really funny. And it's like they dance and whatever, and it's like that's so funny. That's yeah, because so like yeah, because people are like they're driving the stress, traffic's crazy. So it kind of you know it it like I don't know makes people a little uh, less anxious. Um, and what's another funny thing about this program that the that the government started over there is that the people that they hire are like at risk youth. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> <laughs> It's like teenagers or whoever that would potentially be in gangs. They like give them these little jobs That's to like help kids cross the street and uh, and um, you know direct traffic. You know, you know what? I, I respect that. That's kind of funny. It's cool. It's yeah. creative, man. Like that's. That's what I was saying before about like exposing yourself to like different ways of thinking. Like mm-hmm. who in the world in Canada would, would ever think of doing such like we don't have that problem with the you know, we have traffic like yeah. lights, uh, thank God. But um Imagine dressing like a zebra and Saint Catherine and, and, and guy and just or Saint Catherine yeah. and uh what's that street on Concordia? Uh, Ge- Crescent, Crescent, oh, Crescent, okay. Crescent. You just hang there with a the fucking flag or who knows what yeah. in the zebra costume. People you get arrested. You get arrested. Yeah, you get, you get, <laughs> you get arrested like people will be taking videos of you like like they would think that that person deserves to be in a uh, some sort of hospital so yep. <laughs> yeah another thing is like i just like i like the the landscape of it you know it has a nice indigenous culture which mm-hmm. i find you don't 
find in in too many countries i, I um, think bolivia is probably one of the most in like the yeah population of indigenous people the, sorry the percentage is highest percentage of ind- indigenous people in all of south america yeah it's the least quote-unquote white european mm-hmm. country in south america yeah i see um yeah and what I, i'm it's also like super diverse um even within those different um indigenous groups it is quite diverse they're do, do you have any guesses to how many official languages there are in that in, country? In Bolivia? Yeah. Do you think it's like five or ten I'm, or fifteen? I'm gonna guess like. Like in what range? I mean, I, I think I think I know like Spanish, Quechua, and Aymara is like on there, but like I'm guessing upwards of twenty. There's um, thirty-seven official languages, one of which is Spanish, yeah. and you know, thirty-six of them are indigenous. Um, another thing, I I wasn't looking in general too much into prices. But um, meal prices at a at a local place will cost you like two to three bucks. It's insane for a full meal. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to put that out there, and I wanted to talk a little bit. I'm gonna talk about this more in my podcast with um, with Jamie Rebner coming up. He's like a, he's basically like an encyclopedia of all things mm-hmm. um, martial arts and boxing and all that. So in Bolivia, they have an interesting tradition that's called tinku. Um, it's different from the um, from the Peruvian like fighting tradition that they have. So I think I'm I'm just gonna read a bit because I like copy pasted a bit from uh, from like yeah. Wikipedia. So like I'll just give the definition. So like Tinku, a Bolivian tradition that began as a form of ritualistic combat. In the Quechua language, uh, it means meeting encounter. During this ritual, men and women from different communities will meet and begin the festivities by dancing. um, Sounds cool. Um, The women will then form circles and begin chanting while the men proceed to fight each other. (laughs) Rarely, the women will uh, join in the fighting as well. Uh, Large tinkus are held in Potosi. I'm guessing that's like a region of of Bolivia. I think it's south-central Bolivia. Uh Uh, During the first few weeks of May. The story behind this cultural dance is that long ago, the colonial... Hacendados uh, set fights between the indigenous campesinos uh, for their amusement. Um, Tinku dance costumes are colorful, colorful and decorative. Women wear a dress, a barcas, and a hat. Uh, that, by the way, that Spanish word I think means sandals. Mm-hmm. And men wear an undershirt, pants, jacket, sandals, and a hard helmet like hat. So it's yeah, it's it's unique in its own way. Like people literally like beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> videos online. Um it's different from the Peruvian tradition. I think the Peruvian one is like the men fight the men, the women fight the women, like the kids fight the kids, like everyone gets involved. Is is it is I think in Peru And it's like, on Christmas. Yeah, there's like Peru's also on, on the list coming up, but like yeah. there's there's like one day yeah it's on Christmas. Everyone just like you have beef or you have like yeah. your problems with someone all year yeah. you say okay December 25th, I'm beating the shit out of you. Yeah. You fight and you make up. Yeah, you don't take them to court. It's like... No, you beat the shit out of them in the street. You drink together, you dance, you listen to music, and then you punch each other. (laughs) Like (laughs) They're literally fighting, like, punching each other in the face. Like, I think I saw a Vice uh, video about it. Yeah, it's super, super interesting. Like, I respect these uh, these traditions, you know, they they hold on to them and it's nice i think like some of these uh, scouts or whatever you call them for for boxing you know they should no look in, they, they should, should look into it you know they should check some of these guys out you know they could make a lot of money bring money back to the community you know help help them out um yeah i, I just love these kind of 
countries because they have these unique traditions that you will never find like right yeah it's just so fascinating so i think that's it for me for bolivia do you have anything to add um just a location to visit obviously the salt flats i think yeah. i think everyone knows it i think you have to go there in the rainy season if you want the mirror effect from mm-hmm. what i understand and apparently like nothing lives there not even back to like i think bacteria maybe wow. like but it's like so dry and so it's like a dead, dead. sea kind yeah. of situation yeah nothing nothing lives there you're not gonna find plants you're not gonna find anything like anywhere wow. um what was i gonna say at lake titicaca that there's like a place that borders <laughs> yeah yeah go ahead all right let everyone get your laugh in all right i'm gonna say one more time lake titicaca get your laughs out all right three two <laughs> yeah. so what's what's special about that place um it it kind of looks cool yeah it's like desert mountain with a with a, with a, with a beach mm. and it uh, separate there's a border between peru and bolivia and there's a in bolivia there's a place called copacabana mm-hmm. not in brazil but um mm-hmm. it just looks dope and just looks cool to see that's somewhere it's all the way on the western edge of bolivia so i don't know how how many people go there but if you can get there you can get there from bus from peru it just looks cool never like i think maybe that's the reason why bolivia has a navy because it's a landlocked country uh-huh i think they still have one i'm not sure but maybe it's on lake lake titicaca <laughs> <laughs> and um welcome back to 12 year olds talking yeah and so next up this country number two out of five is um one that i don't have so much to talk about i guess there's not much to say in general but i still think it's uh it's a nice and intriguing country and it's quite under visited as well and i would say ecuador yes um something nice about this is that it is very cheap Mm -hmm. and something that's really really nice especially for people like us is that they use the u.s dollar a big part of traveling to these countries is that if you're going to bolivia if you're going to colombia maybe not colombia but if you're going to like other countries like that it might be hard to find that currency in your city like you go to an exchange place you go to the bank they're like sorry we only got like us dollars and euros or something uh so if you're going to ecuador you know you use us dollars and it's great because also let's say um you go to a place and they tell you like 57 pesos or 57 bolivares it's like yeah you don't really know is that 50 dollars like, or five cents you know yeah it's like it's like you might know it's cheap but every time you have to like think about it in your head what the price is translated to yeah. even though we're canadian like we're super familiar with the u.s dollar we know it's like it's not really the same but it's roughly like if you if you're spending like 50 us cents or two dollars two us dollars like you know that's a good deal you don't have to yeah. translate it into your head like how many canadian dollars is and that it's also like pretty easy to get here that's like probably the easiest currency to exchange in canada if you're flying down to to ecuador or one of these countries easily yeah 100 yeah. percent. um yeah and another cool thing about ecuador people don't know this is that it is like like landscape wise or nature wise it's like one of the most diverse countries like mm-hmm. may- maybe in the world like i don't know it, like it has the mountains like the andes it has the amazon you know uh yeah. jungle rainforest it has beaches it has like i think anything you want to do in ecuador I-, I think you could do it you could yeah. see nice and it's, it's cities colonial cities yeah. visa free cuenca cuenca yeah and uh, guayaquil mm-hmm. it's um it's visa free and also i think you can stay there for like 
three months. So it's like if you really, really want to see a country, if you really want to like set a base to get in in South America, even though flights within South America are expensive, um, Quito is great. Ecuador is great, and it's it's dirt cheap. It's dirt yeah. Cheap. Um, Quito, you could get like way nicer apartments, like Airbnbs. Let's say you want to do like you were saying for a base. Mm-hmm. Let's say you want to stay there for uh, for a few weeks. Like you could find such nice places, such nice accommodations, like but right. borderline like luxury, um, for for really cheap. Yeah, and you pay twenty dollars a night. Yeah, and another places. like really nice thing about it is that it's like I was saying before, it's like re- relatively like undervisited, low numbers of tourists, so you could get like a really nice um, authentic experience over yeah. there. Um, there's often to be noted like the Galapagos Islands. Mm-hmm. Which are not they're not budget friendly, unfortunately. Yeah, that's why yeah. I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't bring that up because of that. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely uh, something interesting in yeah. in Ecuador. Um, I had one more thing, I forget. But either way, uh, oh yeah, if if you're like into like nightlife, beaches, bars, and stuff, there's a city. I think a town called montanita i think i've heard of it Something yeah like that and yeah. um yeah you could have a really awesome time there i could be mistaken but i think surfing is good in ecuador could be because you're like on pacific the, is yeah, usually the pacific good is for great, yeah. surfing um anything to add or move on to the next one um uh, should we say how we were supposed to go there yeah go yeah. for it we were uh in may, april and may of 2020 we were supposed to spend i think a week there but unfortunately the pandemic hit and took our money um but yeah, hopefully one day we'll be able to go out there and have a good time in Ecuador. Yeah, I remember this was like the beginning of the pandemic and we heard about like airports closing around the world and like flights being canceled and we're like, I we were all thinking the same thing. Like, we don't care like what's going yeah. on. Like, we're getting on that plane. We're going to... And then it was like, I think we saw in the news or something that like Quito closed its airport. And then like a few minutes later, we get an email from like, Aero Mexico, um, that like our our flights are canceled yeah, and, and uh, in Guayaquil they were putting bodies on the streets and like coffins. It was, it's yeah. sad. It's sad. Yeah. It's sad. I think I hope Ecuador is doing they better now. They didn't handle it well. No, I think they're doing better now. Probably, I could be mistaken, yeah. but I, I still think the country is closed for the most part. Yeah. Um, okay, so next up, I feel like you have something to say about this country too. Mm-hmm. Um, Colombia. Colombia, mi amor. Yeah, so... Maluma. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> oh, man. Um, we were listening so, to him in the car on the way here. He's Colombian? Yeah, he's Colombian. He's from Medellin. Dope. Um, so, if you're someone like us, like, or if you're just like the average American, Canadian guy or girl who's uh, working, studying hard, you know, doing that nine-to-five office work... Or you're studying, um, you know, you're in university. You need a break, right? Like, if you if you're one of those people that needs a break in life, you just want to have like one of the best vacations of your life, one of the funnest times. Like, go to Colombia. It's like, it's just to me, it seems like almost like a twenty four seven party. It's oh, like yeah. oh, that's yeah. the thing. It's like it it is that action packed place. Believe me, you could get away from it. You could go to the most serene places, but if you want to like, just go ham, like have a great time. Uh, yeah. Colombia is like the place for you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's also, it's also super affordable for budget travels and it's easy to get to and easy to get around. You yeah. want a nice two week budget vacation, even three weeks, go to Colombia. 
Yeah. There's so much to see there. There's the nature, like you said, there's nature, but there's also like nightlife till you're going to party. Crazy cities. Yeah. Um, something that I, I believe that almost no one, like I'm convinced that almost no one here knows about this in, in Canada, but everyone knows the carnival in, in Rio, right? Yeah. I think the second biggest or second, like most famous in South America, uh, carnival is actually the one in Barranquilla. Did really? you hear about it? I Barranquilla is on the Pacific coast. It's um, no, it's, it's near the, Cartagena. Oh yeah, it's on the Caribbean coast. Yeah, 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 it's where uh, Shakira is from. <laughs> yeah, so they they got like the craziest um, carnival festival, whatever you want to call it, like that you'll ever see. So like, if you find figure out like the timing and it's like. If you want to go experience like the craziest party of your life, it's like go to uh, the the Barranquilla Carnival. It's like I was speaking to someone on uh, on this app called Tandem, mm-hmm. and he was uh, from Colombia. He's like, and from Barranquilla, he's like, he's showing me videos and stuff. It was like one of the most insane things I've ever seen. Um, it's like yeah, it's like a street festival, but it's it's massive. If uh, I heard with Colombians, if you want a good time, you'll have a good time with them. Like they know how to party. Like if you're on a budget, but you also want to like have a good time and you want to, I mean, that's part of traveling. They're as well. a festive bunch. Yeah. There's always a party with Colombians. Yeah. Um, and wanna... another thing is kind of random is like, it's also, as we were saying for, uh, for Ethiopia, it's great for coffee lovers. So yeah. um, after Brazil and Vietnam, it's the third biggest producer of, uh, of coffee in the world. I didn't know that. I've yeah. heard of Colombian coffee. I think like I've had it before. It's strong from what uh-huh. yeah um little recommendation for for people listening if you ever go to colombia try to look up on airbnb and and see if there are any coffee farms like yeah that do airbnbs because like i could guarantee you almost that like you'll have an amazing right. experience um local experience yeah a really really nice experience um should we talk about uh some of the cities there that are noteworthy or worth visiting, I'd say. Definitely. You guys, obviously, you're going to... I think I think you're flying from most major North American airports. You're going to fly into Bogota. Um, once you land there, apparently the altitude is very... It's high. So you're going to need to take uh, medication for it. Or there's... I think they give you coca leaves. And you can buy them. It's like it's like the, the product before cocaine. But it's like it's legal in Colombia. Or, or I think it's legal in Peru. I don't know about... It's probably legal in Colombia. It's just a leaf. You just kind of chew on it. It's like the, uh, the quote unquote, like raw material. Yeah. Of the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but you need like chemicals. I'm, I don't know anything about cocaine, mm-hmm. but you think you need chemicals to produce it. Yeah. Um, next is Medellin. Medellin was used like 20, 30 years ago. It was probably one of the most dangerous cities in the world. And now it's, it's been built up. It's been it's like, beautiful. even the slums, I forget, something 13. Comuna. Comuna, Comuna 13. Um, they built it up and there's like escalators there to get around. I don't know. I just find that cool. And like 10, 20 years ago, it was like murder capital of Colombia. Like even 30 years ago, it was like murder capital of the world. Um, it's built up. Nightlife in both Bogota and Medellin are really nice. Um, take a, a tour of the um, favelas mm-hmm. in Medellin. I heard there's like really nice tours out there. Yeah. Or in, um, or in Spanish, they call it like the barrios. Barrios, yeah. I thought it was favela too in Spanish. They could say, but it's like a Portuguese word. Okay. Um, and then obviously you get to the north. You're going to go to Cartagena and you go to Santa Marta. Sa- Santa, yeah, Santa Marta. Yeah. Um, beautiful beaches, beautiful beaches. And if you want an old kind of Spanish colonial town, Cartagena is the place to go. 
it's a little touristy obviously yeah but you can't you can't say no oh cartagena also has like the huge largest amount of skyscrapers out there in colombia right uh, i think it rival, almost rivals panama city in miami mm-hmm. that that's if you want a cheaper version of miami with a lot of fun and a lot of colombians too <laughs> you want you want you want miami with only colombians go to cartagena yeah it's a it's a good time guaranteed um Big just also too, I think. just want to put this out there yeah. i've heard this also from the wonton don and kurt Kaz, um that the police you got to watch out from the police in colombia really yeah um they're actually you know how there's this uh we say you know uh driving while black or, yeah. or like things we have these terms like white privilege yeah. and all these things um that doesn't exist there it's like if you're a tourist and um let's say you're i think this happens especially with guys not so much with girls but if you're um if you're a guy walking around either by yourself maybe like a group of two three people and you're young and you look like a tourist um the police will not a good chance but there's a chance that they will actually want to search you and like there's wanton don he when he was in cartagena i i think kurt kaz had a similar situation i'm not sure um the police actually made him go into a public bathroom strip down and they were trying to look for obviously cocaine yeah um because that they know that some uh some tourists might be searching for those things mm-hmm. most are not but some yes some people you know wherever they go they just look for bad you know some bad apples out there um but they're just hoping that they will find you with cocaine because then if um if you do have something on you they'll be like we could take you to jail or you give me like 500 bucks oh my god so you know they're just hoping that they could get you know some bribe money um so yeah just just keep that in mind if you go to cartagena yeah, this definitely shouldn't deter you from going but just yeah no honestly i don't i don't think that should st- when i heard about that it didn't stop me at all from wanting to go there but it's just like it's something that happens it's just uh yeah. as they say it's part of the experience but yeah. honestly yeah, like i feel like 99 percent of people that doesn't happen to but if you happen to be the one percent of the unlucky people yeah. just don't panic just know it's um something that police you know some police uh, officers are troublemakers and i think uh, i think i don't know if it was in cartagena but in medellin it might have been medellin but the nelk boys they were in colombia yeah and they did a coke prank and they they filled up the back of a car with coca-cola right and then they're like oh look we have coke and like everyone they get arrested they almost get arrested they open the truck they like open the coke cans they just drink it and they're like oh and, the, and then salim who's uh he says he's black right and he's like he looks at one of the one of the colombian police officers he's like oh don't worry like we you and you and i are the same they look at him like what do you mean and they take him in the car and drive him down the block <laughs> just scare the shit out of him <laughs> yeah i don't know police I, I don't think police in south america are the most uh, straight edge out there so just keep your yeah. keep your wits upon you right um well yeah as long as you don't get into any bad stuff i think you have you have nothing to worry about we don't uh we don't suggest finding drugs in any foreign country yeah it's always gonna end up bad yeah, for exactly. you guys. stay clean yeah um another thing that's cool about um colombia is they have a national sport called tejo t-e-j-o okay and it's basically it's like darts but there's instead of a dartboard it's like a a board uh, it's like a board with clay yeah and in the targets there's like a gunpowder 
there's like a little targets that contain gunpowder and you I throw like a metal puck i think it's from like 20 feet away or something mm-hmm. you um you know you do for those of you that are listening I'll try to explain it um you you throw like a metal puck with your like an underhand throw yeah, underhand toss, yeah. and you're supposed to drink a lot of beer when you're playing it and when you hit the target it makes like a gunshot noise yeah um you know a little explosion type of thing and uh yeah it's, it's just like a, a cool experience i would like to have because i'm sure not many um westerners have ever yeah. played that game or even know about it because like you could go to Colombia, and and you're like walking down the street and you just hear like pop and you're like, oh my god, like what's going on? And like, of course, no one's gonna walk towards it and be like, oh, I want to check that out, see yeah. what it is. But like us knowing what that is, and and yeah. you listeners knowing now what that is, if you ever hear like a lot of gunshots in uh, in Colombia, it's they're probably playing yeah. a game of tejo, and and I would definitely suggest you know Trying giving it, it a go. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Rec- it's probably not a game you do sober. It's a game you need to drink some beers. Yeah, I think so. it's a, it's a drinking game. Yeah um another cool thing about colombia is i don't know if it's like off the coast of cartagena or some other coast but there's um there's an island it's one of the most densely populated islands uh in the world oh it's called santa cruz del islote or islot okay um so legend has it that fishermen from the nearby island spent the night on uh, yeah i'm just reading from something that i looked up on uh, Santa Cruz and decided to stay there permanently when they realized there were no mosquitoes. So that's a pretty cool thing. Um, only, yeah, so up until recently, you were able to do like a little day trip to this island, like check it out. Um, it has a population of like 1,200 people and it's like the size of like one or two soccer fields, like super small, super dense, like these like little alleyways. It's like you could walk down an alleyway to get to like a, a store or something and you'll be like going through people's homes and stuff. It's like it's really cool. And um, up until like maybe last year or two years ago, I don't I don't know how recent uh, they just like opened a hostel there. So it's like people can now stay the night and, and you know, party with the locals. And another thing to um, to take note of is like, please, like if you go to these places, be respectful because apparently a lot of the locals they do not appreciate at all when like people people would come there and just like walk around for the day and like basically in their homes because the place is so dense so small and just like take pictures of them and like people don't appreciate that like just you know maybe if you go there talk to them maybe share share a soda or drink or something like um yeah and just just be kind and respectful um always ask permission before taking pictures of people's homes especially it's the most private thing in your life like yeah it's an it's it's um an inside look into a like a private person's life right and i get that you know i get that it's cool that you're in like one of the dense most densely populated islands in the world but it's not a zoo you know it's like just be respectful and and don't treat people differently uh just because of the kind of living conditions that they live in like just be respectful another cool thing you want to hear a, like a cool fact about this island is yeah. that there are zero police on this island really no police they police themselves and like there's they claim locals claim that there's like zero zero crime 
crime uh, on that, that island. That's an amazing sense of community. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think everyone knows each other. Everyone trusts each other. Yeah, you can't rob someone because they'll see it in your living room. <laughs> you can't take someone's TV because they'll see it in your living room when they're passing by your, their, your house, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And also it's like, if you steal something, it's like, if you're walking around with the TV, someone's going to see you. They'll be like, what are you doing with, yeah. with, uh, Nico's, uh, yeah. Nico's TV. It's yeah. not like, it's not like another big city where you could, uh, you know, someone's waiting outside in a car, you know, you rob the house, you run into the car and boom, they, they drive off onto the other side of the city. It's like, no, you can't do this here. Um, another cool thing. I don't know if there's something you want to add there. No. For for Colombia, um, just about that topic. Uh, no, it's a, yeah, I, because so, this is the first time I'm hearing about this island. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um. So another cool thing is just like visiting some tribes, maybe in Colombia. They have where would that be in like in the Amazon region? I don't know exactly, but it was like Kurt did some videos um where he like interacted with some tribes and and it seemed really really cool. It's like they they almost dressed in like. Almost like a cult-looking mm-hmm. kind of clothes. Yeah, it looks pretty sick. I think overall, Colombia is a very well-rounded country. Diverse, in, in, yeah. man. Diverse. There's, there's a lot to see there and a lot of interesting and fun stuff. And again, it's, it's on a great budget to go to. Yeah. Even cities like Cali, which are a little bit on the more dangerous side, if you're into, I think, samba, samba dancing, like you can learn how to dance. The nightlife's really or good salsa. Out there. salsa. Salsa. I think salsa is... I'm not, I'm not, honestly not sure. I'm I, not, I'm, I know I it's big in Colombia too, salsa. I don't dance. um yeah it just seems like a a great place like a place where you could do a lot Mm -hmm. um i think anyone would be pleased to to visit there of course um i guess i'll go to my fourth yeah my fourth out of the five um countries for latin america i wanted to talk about nicaragua but i'm going to i decided to replace it with another one why is that um I wanted to, because I had this mindset going in that I wanted to only talk about countries that are like really, really culturally different and really, um, yeah, just like as different as possible. But then I realized like that I, I kind of have to include this country just because of how cheap it actually is. It's like, it, it's too cheap not to be on this list. Mm-hmm. And Nicaragua just doesn't have even as close to as much to offer as this country and that country is uh, argentina really yeah um i didn't want to include it on the list to be honest like i just thought that it's too similar to um to i guess like a western country like a regular western country and um but then i thought like hey you know some people they might not, not want to go to nicaragua you know maybe these places like not everyone wants to go to these like super edgy right right edgy countries um so like if you want to have like first world comfort for like dirt cheap argentina is like definitely the place for you like when this pandemic hit school went online and i was really for for a period of time i was really looking for like i had um i had an exchange program like all planned out all ready to go kind of um in vietnam and that was going to be like my experience of living for a few months away from from home in a different country something that i always want to experience um so i was looking at different cities in latin america mexico city uh sao paulo even rio a little bit and um buenos aires and man 
like rent over there rent in buenos aires like you could get something for a month like 600 bucks a month canadian like canadian dollars a month in uh, buenos aires that would cost you like 1200 to 1500 in mexico city Jesus. like beautiful beautiful plate like you could live like a king in in argentina it's like and you'll have like western style restaurants you'll have like you could rent a car and and you know drive on nice roads and um would you say though outside of buenos aires it's a little more like is there more to see like you um you're gonna, yeah you're gonna need a car to get out or or like flights even it's a huge country yeah i do actually think there's more to see if you're someone who's into like um maybe there won't be so many cities to visit but if you're like into scenery like i was looking up places i've been told given some recommendations um from argentinians and like they're showing me pictures and stuff of where they live like your patagonia all that like Bariloche, I think that's how you pronounce it. Like, there's just so many different places that you could visit in in Argentina. I feel like it's uh it's kind of an ideal road trip place. It kind of reminds me of of the U.S. in that sense. I, like, I would have never guessed. I would like. I don't. I don't know much about Argentina other than the fact yeah, that they, they they speak a little different. In someone country. someone was showing me um like these pictures in Argentina and this place that looked like like the grand canyon type mm -hmm. of thing like like utah kind of like red red rock type of thing is like really really nice and then you have like the beautiful mountains and um beautiful lakes all that kind of stuff it's and then i think you have like beaches too and right right i think stuff like that i think something else for argentina especially in buenos aires keep your guard up definitely there it's like it's a beautiful city amazing just don't go out too late at night if you're alone and keep your guard up that's what i've heard about it's um they have rough neighborhoods that's yeah. uh that's the thing but when you have a city of 14 15 million of course it's kind of something that you expect even even if it were a canadian city even if it were an american city yeah. or or um in the uk or whatever when you have a city that big there's going to be some rough parts but yeah um there's the i definitely think it's somewhere worth uh worth a visit you know you'll have great great barbecue you know yeah um, red wine yeah it's like I think nice life. Is it there that they mix red wine and, and cola? Or is it Spain? I'm not sure. I think yeah, I've, I've never heard, heard of that. Um, I know in Buenos Aires, there's like the, the La Boca neighborhood. I think that's what it's called. Where it's, What about it? Oh, it's just very colorful and touristy mm. and looks nice out there. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about Argentina is that it's like the language is it's like, it's, it's hard to understand a bit. Mm -hmm. Like it's Spanish, but like instead of como te llamas it's como te llamas yeah and i and i recently learned that that's not so much a um a necessarily argentinian thing but more of a buenos aires thing and really? like yeah i think even in um i could be totally wrong but i think in like uruguay like some parts they speak similar to that yeah. buenos aires style i think so in like other parts of the country they'll speak more i like, guess kind of like their standard yeah yeah like uh also argentina is just super interesting diversity wise you're gonna mm. find so many people of italian descent of german descent of spanish descent portuguese jewish there's so many jewish people in argentina one of the yeah. highest jewish populations is in argentina right and it's just interesting to think about how you know we're all jewish like for, for us we're, we're both jewish out here we never the idea of a jewish person speaking spanish to us is like a little foreign a little <laughs> we're, we're, we're still used to just english and french here in hebrew obviously yeah but it's like there's a whole other 
this is getting off the topic of budget travel, but it's like if you're interested in 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 Jewish travel or whatever, and you're on a budget, Argentina yeah. is the place or to Or diaspora go. Jews. Yeah, if you're, yeah. If you're into that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Buenos Aires has like 200,000 Jews, which is like double the amount of Montreal, which is yeah. Montreal <clears throat> has a massive community, um, relatively massive. Um, and even the only kosher McDonald's outside of Israel is in Buenos Aires too. That's a, that's a strange fact. Um, I think there's... <laughs> There's, I think it might be the only one in the world outside of Israel. It's it's really so interesting, really cool to think about. Argentina is, I think it's overlooked, honestly, from what from what yeah. you're telling me now. It seems like other than other than people just going up from Ush- Ushuaia, Ushuaia mm-hmm. to the Arctic, like other than that, like there's so much more to see outside of Buenos Aires. I'm sure there's like you said, there's beaches and there's like a road trip country. You know, yeah, I, I, this is something I learned today. Yeah. I think even our boy, our producer Jordan, yeah, has family down there. Yeah, so, right. yeah, you know, if we ever go, yeah, get, uh, got a nice place to stay, you know. Yeah, someone to show us around. Yeah. Um, okay, do do you have anything else to add uh, for Argentina or on to the next place? Uh, Any last words? No, no, that's about okay, it. Yeah. Perfect. What's your so, last country? Yeah, the the fifth one is. Um, it's a Central American country. Mm-hmm. I think it's the first Central American country on the list. It's uh, Guatemala. Yeah, it's on my list too. Yeah, it has a rich indigenous culture, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Lake Atitlan, which yeah. is... Um, I'm not going to say that that's what I want to visit, like m- the main thing, but there's like really nice um, towns and villages nearby that you could visit. Is, is uh, Antigua next to Lake Atitlan? I don't know it's if it's far. that. It's probably close, yeah, but it's it's, uh, it's, it's not like country, it's not like yeah exactly. Yeah. But it's not like the it's not on the lake, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like is something I would really like to do is um, I know you're you're a big hiker guy, <laughs> um, so there's like volcano hikes that you yeah. can do over there. It's like um, I've seen so many pictures where it's like you, you it's like a overnight hike. You'd probably love this, you know, it's like taking hiking to next level. Hey man, if it's over four hours, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So it's like you, uh, you go there and, and you get to witness the, uh, the sunrise is like coming above the clouds is like, wow, it's so epic. Um, for such a small country, I feel like it has so much to offer Yeah, and it's great for budget. Do you know why? I think most Central American countries have this. Guatemala is definitely a bit on the safer side, but I think most Central American countries have, um, chicken buses. You know what those are? Yes. They're old American school buses from, I think, the 90s and the early 2000s. They paint them all these different colors, and they drive around. They're like their public transportation between the cities. It's insane. And they're like 30 cents, 25 cents to ride right. one across the country. Right. I actually have the uh, the chicken buses on my notes nice, for, nice. for here. Um, so, you know, there's two possible name origins for, for the chicken buses. So, I don't know if you're familiar. I'm not. No. Yeah. So I'm assuming people brought chickens on them um so one of them yeah so one of them is that like people transported like all kinds of even livestock you know Mm -hmm. people brought like whatever with them like literally whatever you have on you like you bring it so it's like people brought so many random things on that there's even a chance of sitting next to someone that's like holding a chicken so they call it chicken bus that's one of the possible name origins another one is just like at some points it was like so crammed it was like like a bunch of chickens in a cage like you know? a chicken like, coop yeah yeah wow that's interesting i think i think that's if you want like a cool travel experience i think guatemala in guatemala it's like definitely take the chicken buses yeah that's for sure it's like um, it's a local transportation and it's like 
it's it's quintessential Central America. When you say Central America, the first thing I think about is like spray painted school buses carrying a billion trillion people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's also just like so cool to see these places where people are still dressed in like traditional indigenous clothing. It's like the 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 local languages are like still I think still in use. Yeah, they still speak Mayan and parts of the country. Yeah, it's like um. Uh, I guess in some ways, like going back in time, is it's really yeah. has a rich culture. I think that's all I have to say about Guatemala. I what know, um, I know, just like Mexico has a lot of Mayan ruins. I think uh, Guatemala has one uh, has one in in particular, Tikal, T I K A L. I think I'm pretty sure it's in Guatemala, and it's like it's. I think it's less touristy than than the Mayan ruins in in Mexico. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's your. This is your last country. Uh, yeah and then like i got three honorable mentions um just like mexico brazil who both i both of those i don't really want to count those as like budget countries even though mexico is like dirt cheap like oaxaca chiapas whatever um i just don't really want to consider it budget travel because like i see it more as countries i would like to uh to go in depth and right and see in depth and mexico uh, is on do, my, is on my yeah i do like a big too. yeah it makes sense it makes sense um and then the other one is cuba it's like cuba seems like a really cool place that yeah. i would like to to see in depth i think for cuba your spanish has to be really good to, to get around there especially if you're not on like a tour and getting off the resort i know a lot of yeah. a lot of a lot of canadians go there for the resort just because uh, it's cheap but if you go off the beaten path in Cuba, you can find some of the most, probably a really unique culture out there. Yeah. Just because they're still communist, technically. Yeah. Like, Havana looks insane. Yeah. Havana looks insane. But you go outside of Havana, and you're like, well, where, where, where am I? Yeah. What is it? You're in, like, the, in the farmland, and, like, it's, it's uh-huh. not that much. To, like, there's, I'm sure there's stuff to see. But it's, yeah, I, it's, I think even nature-wise, it's pretty sick, apparently. Yeah. But I'm not, I don't even care about that so much. It's just, like... Just the, the the idea or the thought of like going across that island is mm-hmm. like just like going from one end to the other is like yeah. it just seems like a cool life experience. And you have no internet for most of your journey, so you're gonna yeah, have to, you're totally off the grid. I think I think exploring Cuba on your own as a solo or even a group, it's like you need to be experienced travelers. You need to learn how to be uncomfortable and be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, and right. um, Brazil. You want to say any words about Brazil? Um brazil i love brazil yeah honestly it's a place that i've wanted to visit for so long um it's just it has so much to offer and so much to see definitely a country you need to visit in depth you know there's more than than rio sao paulo yeah exactly like to be fully honest i don't know prices i just included it here because i i I like the country so much It, it just seems so intriguing yeah um i think you covered three of my five countries actually so i'll go into depth a little bit on on the other two um what were the three countries you did guatemala colombia and bolivia they were budget um you mentioned nicaragua Mm -hmm. uh it's on my list Uh, i find there's a lot to see there um it it is another quintessential central american country if you're like if you want a little bit more adventurous than costa rica i think nicaragua is probably a cool place to go to um they have like nice little towns. Yeah, I kind of yeah. see it as like a place to to wind back, like to yeah, just yeah. kick back and enjoy on, the beach. And on, a, on a nice budget, you know. Mm-hmm. There's the there's both sides. I, I think um, the Caribbean side's a little more dangerous, but you got like, uh, what's the island's name? 
It's on the, the, the it's called the Mosquito Coast. I forget the I think it's the Corn Islands. I'm not sure. Yeah, and the Mosquito Coast has nothing to do with mosquitoes. Apparently, no, like, it's in the name of the people. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's interesting culture out there. If you're into that, I think um, they have the Gary Funa people, which is like have African descent. And you're gonna see, and they speak English out there in Bluefields, Bluefields, Nicaragua. I'm pretty sure they speak English out there. So wait, you're telling me that there's a part of Nicaragua where they speak yeah, they English? speak English because it was is that like first language or like they they kind they're like I, Spanish, I, but they also kind of I think know I think some it's English. I think it's mainly English because they're like wow. Caribbean people out there. That's dope. Yeah. Um, Bluefields apparently it's a little sketchy, but there's the islands. I forget the name, but off the coast, and it's like it's really beautiful out there. Um, then on the Pacific coast, you have, uh, what's the name called? San Juan del Sur. It's like a apparently really nice beach town. You have Ometepe. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, it's, and it's the lake with the volcano in the middle. I could be mistaken. There's a lake with an island in the middle that everyone goes to. It's, uh, it's outside of Granada. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. And then there's uh, Leon, which is another city. I don't know if there's much to see in Managua, but that's where you're going to land. Again, getting around this country is probably super easy. You take the chicken buses, 30 cents, whatever. And it's, uh, for the past 30 years, I think it's gotten a lot safer than it was before. Yeah, Obviously, I think it's considered one of the safest yeah. in uh, in Central America. Again, keep your guard up. Central America is not the safest place out there. But don't let that deter you. Everyone's A lot of people are friendly. You're going to find bad people every, anywhere you go. Um Nicaragua has a better uh, reputation than, than like El Salvador and Honduras, which are still a little bit more Tourism dangerous. has been growing a lot in, yeah. in that country. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't have much to say about Costa Rica or Panama. You, you've been to Panama. It's it's honorable mention, I guess, for me. It's not the most cheapest country. but No, nah, I wouldn't consider a budget. Like, there are cheap aspects, like... Yeah. Food and transportation might be cheap, but but that's about it. It's it it's a financial hub, so it's going to be a little bit more on the pricey side. And it it's um you know, I don't want to say you get what you pay for, but you know when when you go to a more developed country like Panama, it's, it's going to be more expensive. Right. Uh, and my final country for the Americas is Peru. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very very budget friendly, but it's very touristy at the same time. You there are a lot depending of, where you go, yeah. I guess. There's a lot of off the beaten track stuff. There's, I, forget, I was told the name of a beach town apparently in northern Peru, which is really really nice. Peru is not what you think it is. I thought Peru would be jungle or like mountains. It's a desert out there. You go to Ica, you go to uh, what's up Nazca. It's like a desert out there. And you go north, you're in the Andes. It's such a geographically diverse country that it's crazy to think about. It really has it all. Yeah. Um, Lima is a huge city, and if you're into the food scene. Lima's good for you and cheap food as well. Yeah. You're going to find like a whole plate. It's a real of, metropolis. Yeah. Whole plate of seafood for like two bucks, you know, something crazy like that. Um, mm-hmm. Cusco, probably think it's probably more on the more expensive side just because of Machu Picchu, but you get what you pay for. You can do it on a budget. You can climb up Machu Picchu. I think it's somewhere if you go to Peru without going to Machu Picchu, like it's not the end of the world, but I probably recommend going. Right. Exactly. It's like you went all the way there. It's like you might as well you might see as well, it, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it is going to be cool, but um, yeah, it's not the number one thing, but yeah. it's definitely, I would say, you should visit. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is like Iquitos. It's like, yes. it's so interesting. It's so cool. Like, I I first heard about it. I first got like, I guess, turned on to it um, by um, Matthew McConaughey. He has like a, a sick book. Um, it's kind of a story of his life. And... You know, he he just had a dream about like floating down the Amazon River or something, and he was like, 
oh man i gotta go to the amazon river and and he just like decided to book a flight to uh iquitos which is interestingly the largest i believe the largest in the largest city in the world that's non-accessible by car so there are no roads that go there only planes planes are i think maybe probably not even a boat i don't even think so yeah um yeah i don't even think so but i heard it's a bit of a rough city but it's like it's an interesting place to stay right and It's, it's like the gateway to the amazon in peru and from yeah and it's so different because there are parts of peru that are like gonna be kind of chilly depending on the time you go this is gonna be sticky hot hot is like southeast asia hot like yeah yeah and, and speaking of southeast asia it like kind of looked from like uh, kurt kaz video that we recently saw right um kind of looks asian like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the street food yeah exactly like the street food exactly yeah. um peru is, is peru's a lot more than you think it is yeah it's and and the weather there is underrated like you can, like you said, you could be somewhere super cold in the mountains, and you can be somewhere super warm in in Iquitos. And then, all climates, all. And then uh, Lima is like a thing of its own, apparently. Absolutely. Um, don't know what else to say about Lima. I, I, it's a huge city. It's a huge, huge, mm-hmm. huge, huge city. Uh, great surf scene, apparently. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> great. The beaches are nice if you're into that. Um, there's beaches towards the north too, from what I understand. But Peru is like somewhere you can. It's also, it is great for budget. You can spend a week there. You can spend two months there. You know, it's 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 endless, kind of like that. You see, you're gonna want to see Lima and Cusco if you're there for a short time. If you're there for two months, see the entire country, on like you could do a thousand dollars a month, probably even cheaper if anything. So is that it for um, Latin America, South America? Yeah, that's it for Latin America. Let's head towards the east.